Just just giving you a little bit of warning. Coming up, Bob Saget will be joining us. Bob's got a new TV show called Nashville Squares, a la Hollywood Squares, and it premieres this <laughs> evening on CMT. Cool. We'll look forward to it. What do you think Center Square is these days? Uh, well, since it's a brand new show, I don't know. I guess it's hard. To, yeah, we wouldn't be able to. But that, that, was, all in. that was always the coveted, coveted spot, wasn't it? Yeah. Tell, tell Chick. Hey, uh, Christy says it's not Paul Lind. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be. Um, hey, Christy. I'm back. Christy said that. Okay, well, since he's deceased. Yeah. He's oh, come on. Way dead. Wherever he is. I can give you a list of uh, Hollywood. I bet he doesn't smell too good. I can um, tell you that. Right, Tom, <laughs> tell Chick what Bob Saget just tweeted. Oh, I will. Uh, Mr. Saget just tweeted he was listening to the program and he heard Ace's joke, and I believe he gave. What was, how exactly did he work? He respected it. He respected, he respected the, it. Uh, the, mm-hmm. the Ace Cosby gingerly Lo- joke. I told you to save it for when he was here. You've heard of people being kind, right? Yeah, never entered your mind, though, did it? I, you need to teach like a positive training seminar or something. Positive S- thinking. Here comes my buddy Bob. Positive thinking seminar. That's what you need to do. Sit down. I'm so sorry. That's okay. Mr. Saget has just just entered the room. Hey, Bob, how are you? You talk quiet. Introductions. This is Tom. Wait a minute. I'm Tom. That's Ace, the jokester. Yeah. That's Chick like chicken. That's That's, uh, Josh in his Dinty Moore beef stew audition outfit. And Christy Lee is wearing the lovely pink. Uh, now you, you all look amazing. Uh, well, thank like you. A, it's it's like a tribunal in Star Wars. Thank you. Except as boring. <laughs> now, uh, as Bob, the, not the new one. The yeah, new one uh, Bob, the uh, the new TV show. Yeah, it's I have very little information about it. Uh, who is that, the center? That's all you need. Who's the center square? <laughs> uh, it starts with uh, Marie Osmond, and then it turns and morphs into Tanya Tucker. And uh, there's alcohol on the set, so it's basically Hollywood Squares with booze. Huh. Well, Hollywood huh. Squares was Hollywood Squares with booze. It was, but they hid it underneath. Well, they, yeah. they, I read that um, Paul Lind, they finally had to get him, they had to have him limoed over all the time because they were concerned that he'd kill somebody driving in. Oh. That he was a very, very <laughs> uh, intoxicated driver. His car was actually parked right behind the nine squares. <laughs> That's how close they He was just like, just barely making it. They did open the barn door. But I was offered the original Hollywood Squares. Uh, by the way, how are you? Good. 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 It's Good great to you. see you. I, I, I know. I was in here a long well, time yes. ago. Well, I saw you. I'm trying to remember if it was at Catch a Rising Star or the Improv. Uh, I was in college in New York City. Yeah. And I saw you. I mean, I, this is before anybody knew who any of these guys were. Uh, Seinfeld, probably. And, and I got. I want to. Th- I'm thinking it might have been. What's the guy's name? Oh, oh, sadly, I've forgotten his name. Um, I'll think of it in a second. But I, I, I saw Is Seinfeld. He alive? Gilbert. No, Gilbert Gottfried. Who was the guitar comic? It was so nice. Glenn Super. Oh yeah, Glenn Mr. Bullhorn. Oh. Sweet guy. Some coffee would be nice. Yes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he did. He did the. He did the uh, Miller. Was it Miller Light? Uh, he had the thing. The bill. The bill. Mr. Bullhorn. He was in a couple of movies. But I think I saw him and you in the same bill one night. Was it Catch a Rising Star? Or was I it? think so. I played Catch a lot when I was starting and you, out. And you had a guitar? Going. I did. I was a guitar act. I used to sing while my guitar gently weeps, and I would turn a valve on the back of it, and uh, water would pour out of a <laughs> shampoo bottle and drip all over my legs. That is amazing. Well, it's amazing, but the problem is with a prop bit and a parody. Well, it wasn't a parody, but it was, why would I be singing a George Harrison song at 22? And it... The only people that saw it are the first two rows. Oh, yeah. And then I opened for Gino Vanelli at Buffalo Memorial Auditorium, and I did it. 
there with 16,000 people and no one saw it. No one knew why I was singing. <laughs> and then I held the microphone and water had poured on it and I got electrocuted. <laughs> I literally got electrocuted. Uh, this is going to sound, I love Gino Vanilla. Gino Vanilla. I, I just want to stop. stop. And he did. Uh, <laughs> finally stopped. Uh, too. Remember he had a massive chest uh, hair? Yeah. And, uh, on his, he on did. his album cover. And, yes. I, and I think he had uh, some kind of kielbasa in his pants. I think he, oh. might, have. I think he might have. He, he added it with the duct tape. Wow. Huge door. Uh, Bob Saget has just entered the room. So I, I, I want to get back to those days. But first getting back to contemporary uh, culture and the the, uh, the the new television program debuting tonight on CMT. Yeah, it's going to be. This is so, did so you, funny. Did, did you have to audition for this? How did this happen? <laughs> no, no. I got a phone call that said, please do it. <laughs> and then a truck backed up and, and money bags came off of it. So, oh, good, good. No, I don't audition uh, unless it's like Martin Scorsese. I auditioned for vinyl because I wanted to be in that. And then Ray Romano ended up with the part and he was superb, as you yeah, say. I watched every episode of that and uh, Ray was great in that. Ray was so good. Dude, and I hear he's amazing that. right now. Uh, uh, in the Irishman, I hear he's fantastic. He's a great actor. Yeah, he is, and he's a dear friend. And I'm sure he's been on the show a yeah. times. In so, fact, when they when everybody loves Raymond first went on the air, they flew Ray out here twice, right in the very beginning. And then um, his sidekick Brad Garrett is a really good friend of the never show. heard of him. Yeah, right? <laughs> Brad Garrett. Brad. He is taller than me. Yeah, but my wife is older than his, which is good. <laughs> okay, that's a math problem. I'm not sure I get it. Well, uh, neither he or I. We kind of led the same kind of life. We were we were divorced, and then we dated people that were obviously younger than us. Because how much older can you get? And um and and we never really did anything heinous, you know. So we there's been no lawsuits or Twitter because. And I always say in my last special which was called Zero to Sixty, I said, I'm the only television father left that you can trust. Uh, <laughs> you, can, you can trust me. I get all my devils out in my stand-up, but they're not even that devilly anymore. Do you, remember, of, uh, do you remember Brad Garrett's Sinatra story? No. Oh, this is a good one. It's not the Don Rickles one, No, right? No, no. Uh, Brad Garrett, um, he, used to, he would come in here all the time. And um, By the way, I actually saw Brad Garrett one time uh, never take the stage at a show and get a standing ovation. He just came out and walked around the audience, no mic, screaming at people. Yep. <laughs> we, you were there. It was, it, it I was, was there. The, no, the, uh, he was opening for Mr. Frank Sinatra. Wow. And uh, uh, and it was at a very large venue, and he uh, he did his... Uh, he, and this is before he was well-known, before he was on TV or anything. And he, he, right. But he's very, very funny, one of the funniest people ever. And Extremely. He finishes his, his, uh, his set, and then he goes... Uh, my name's Brad Garrett. Stick around for Frank. <laughs> so, so then later, later that you can he'll verify this. Later that evening, a large fellow who looked like he uh, may have been a teamster uh, walked up to Brad, who is, as you say, six nine, mm -hmm. uh, somewhat formidable. Uh, and he, uh, uh, this gentleman, took Mr. Garrett and picked him up by the collar up against, as I recall, it was a brick wall, much like those in a comedy club, and said. Uh, uh, we're not going to be doing that again, Mr. Sinatra. <laughs> that might have been Jilly. That would have yeah, been Sinatra's been, yeah. guy. Well, in, in any event, uh, it's great to see you. It's so wonderful to see and, you. So and every time I promote something, I must say, over 30 years, you have gone, oh, sure, we'll put them on the junket. You know, they'll put me on a radio thing with 30 people, and you guys have listened to me talk real fast about my gig. And I was about to talk about the thing that's airing tonight, but I... I'm so happy to see you, and you're not kicking me out yet. No, so, no, we'll so. get to it. We got so airing tonight. I is don't the even want to leave. First episode. Two episodes. I have nowhere to go. 
Hmm? <laughs> okay, hey, you want to hang out with us? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's two sad. episodes tonight. Two episodes tonight. Two episodes tonight. You're smart. It's eight o'clock. Uh, and Eastern. it's Eastern, seven o'clock Central, six o'clock Mountain. Is, is, is it a is it a it's big Mountain show? Half big, hour. Oh, it's in hour. half hour, and there's two of them tonight, and it's Nashville Squares. How many have, of you? How many of you are telling? I did uh, ten, twelve. I can't remember, but but um, it was really um, just easy and a lot of fun. And the reason they, that I got the call. Was and I said, well, what happened? You know, is Jeff Foxworthy busy? Busy? Or, uh, he can't talk. Is he busy? Uh, I'm turning into Ron Howard and the Music Man. There's a reference: Millennials and Gen X. Well, Fargo wagon is coming down the street, right? And the Millennials are at home going, all right. Anyway, so um, the Music Man is it's it's a classic. We it's get, amazing. We, we get into an argument about this all the time. My point when they when they're just br- mention something that's happened this century. No, that's my, all we want. My point that's is nineteen years. You want <laughs> you're in favor. I'm of, just saying you're in favor of those whirly birds delivering packages. What are they called? Drones. 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 <laughs> whirly birds. Whirly, whirly birds. They don't. Oh my god. Where he have, is, they don't so, use helicopters. Have you ever had granola? <laughs> whirly birds. So my my, my my point is we. You don't need to be able to go online, no. have something delivered within 20 minutes. Yes, you do. You don't need a. You don't need your new pair well, of we're shoes. E- we're eating trees by with a at cardboard. I don't know. I hope Amazon doesn't own you guys. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the point is, I, I uh, there's not going to be a great song like the like the Wells Fargo wagon because it's going to be well the whirly bird is but and it's here right. already. The drone's coming down and it's going to circumcise you. <laughs> uh, see. I think we covered it and it was fine and we don't need it. May I make an amendment to nope. that? Anyway, <laughs> go ahead. This is the fairest trial I've ever been at. Yeah. Um, I, no officer did not touch anyone ever. Um, uh, School of Rock, Jack Black, yes. is the music man. It That's what it mm. is. He is a charlatan teacher that takes oh, these yeah. kids. That's right. And he, so that is a little more contemporary. And I think a lot of the listeners that are millennials at five, six years old saw School of Rock. So we, <laughs> yeah. are, we are not. Mm-hmm. Uh, Did you see School of Rock? Do you know what he's talking about? Absolutely. No, it's the same thing. At the end, they can kind of almost play. You figure that quite good. But they get good at the end. Yeah, they are good. You're doing the Music Man, and yeah, that yeah, was the is. Music Man. I know. No, he doesn't know the tunes. The Music School Man is a great, is a, is a brilliant, brilliant. Uh, brilliant I think play. the uh, School of Rock. He was going, but the things all about the band. <laughs> it's a long way to the top. That one. Mm-hmm. Jack Black is so great. He's great. I do. He's great. You've had him on here, right? Yeah, of course. And I. Uh, the chillest what's guy. What's the movie where he plays the? Coroner that uh, Bernie. It's a terrific did you film. See that? No, well, you write that story. down. You ask us that every morning. That's that's Bernie. a great movie. I can't be expected to remember all stuff. Has he gone this guest far over ba- the mountain? Our, yes. Our guest, basking in his own ignorance, has never seen the film, so you have to change the topic. That's true. <laughs> Ready? And I do bask in it, <laughs> <laughs> and I get a mellow tan. <laughs> we'll be right back. We're hanging out with uh, comedian Bob Saget. Try to pay attention. Thank you, ladies. Uh, <laughs> try to pay attention, Bob. I'm just now, repeating everyone. Like I was Rain so excited Man. because. We have a we have a song. For you what a jerk you are! We have a you song. You had a really rough week, haven't oh, you? Week, <laughs> week. Oh, we're talking the life. The last years. time, the, the last life. time you were here, I got there that week after you were here, and I've been here ever since. Oh, now we. I'm have really a, sorry. I got I to leave. That's right. You got out, man. How, how do I look? How did you get a, out? We have a we had a brand new song for Bob Saget, a custom song we were going to play for Mr. Saget, but. 
What happened to it? What happened? You'll notice our song guy isn't here, so. Oh, sorry. Where the hell is he? I don't know. It's something I got uh, something. I was trick or treating with my girls last night, and there was some weird (laughs) notice about something. Anyway, it's about malaria, right? Next time time you come, Bob, we'll have that song. Absolutely. I'm sorry about the malaria. Uh, Bob also is the new host of Nashville Squares, premiering tonight on CMT. So it's kind of a Hollywood Squares thing, and you mentioned who else is on it? It is. uh, Gary Busey's there just to go like, and then you look up (laughs) and you go, what, Gary? He goes, oh, hop, hop. I, you know, he <laughs> but it's got a lot of my old friends on it. It's got uh, uh, Bill Ingvall's on it, who I love. love and Bill. Uh, oh, yeah. uh, Lonnie Love and uh, Carolyn Ray and uh, and uh, Melissa Peterman and, uh, uh, oh, Fortune Feimster is very funny. But a lot of country acts, a lot of very well-known people that I adore. I mean, I, I love all music. I even sang a song. In fact, there is a guitar here. Oh, my yes. goodness. Oh, here we go. Uh, well, I don't have a pick, and I don't know if it's a Oh, we no, have picks. We, we have what like, do you, you need a pick? Like, and there is one there. Oh, I, 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 oh I, yeah, there's okay. one right there. And it's it's clean, which is, uh, you know, and I'm actually not... Well, it's been in my mouth. My, I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can I put it back in after I'm done? <laughs> sure. He meant, he meant, he meant the song is clean, not the oh. pick. Oh, 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 the pick's oh. filthy. I can smell it. But, well, um, quite different. But this is a song I sang on... On Nashville Squares, which means I get royalties because I'm an ASCAP, which is uh, sounds dirty, but it's a publishing company. <laughs> sure, sure. Sounds yeah, ASCAP sounds like some kind of unfortunate birth control. Okay. Right? Right? Uh, so this is a song I did that's 40 seconds long. And oh. That's how you get money on television. And it's real simple. Um, uh, can't remember it. Oh, here it is. Um, uh, okay. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, sitting in a thing about dogs and trucks, goats and chickens and pigs and ducks. Some on a farm, some you want to eat, but I'm a vegan, so corn's my meat. Corn's my meat, corn's my meat. Nibblets and giblets, not giblets. <laughs> that's kernels, kernels, that's my treat. Corn's my meat, corn's my meat, corn's my meat. Well, that's a right. What do you call that? <laughs> yeah, what's, uh, what's the title of that? Uh, that's, that's called "This Pig Smells." <laughs> I didn't play it right. I wasn't planning. To, I wasn't planning to play it, but that—that's my country week. Uh, we'll see how the show does, and you know, and then. But I got a bigger show coming up in, in oh. the new year, which I'll be on the satellite thing, begging you to have me on. Oh, what's that? It is uh, videos after dark. It is coming on ABC. And it is a dirty, uh, dirtier uh, <laughs> version of the video show that I used so to host. So it'll be on after 10? It'll something. be 9 or 10. And they might make it 9 because everything's blurred. Uh, all the body parts of naked people. And, I see. And I do my humor, but it is not... It's scripted, and um, and I'm hosting it. And it's really fun, actually, to see a giant neon head of yourself. Uh, it's real good for the ego. really helps people sure. in show business because, you know, we're all stable people. Because uh, I lived in a stable for a while. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, during Christmas. Um, oh! I was born, actually, in a manger. But, um, no wonder you think so highly of yourself. Yeah. But that show, I don't. I swear, I, I'm so self-loathing, it's terrible. But I, but I, the show will be fun. You'll you'll actually, I believe you'll all like it. Uh, it's It's just... And it's, it's called again Videos After Dark. Okay. And Bob Saget is our guest. Did I introduce Mr. Saget? Yes. Yeah. I have a question. This is awful, but I have to ask. Please. I can first of all, oh, speaking boy. of which, I remember the first time I saw you, I can remember that you repeatedly said during your program, you repeatedly said, I have no act. That is the truth. I remember and that from this is from 
30 years. And after five specialized, I found out I have one. But um, <laughs> but I used to say I have no act, I have no friends, I have no life, and I live in a moped. <laughs> and, and then I started at the comedy store in L.A. And, well, I started when I was 17 in, 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 uh, in Philadelphia. But then I would go to New York, and that's where you saw me. And, and, you know, play whenever I could a catch or, or at the improv. And I actually would say, uh, my mother is Gumby and my father's Pokey and I'm Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> and I met Robin Williams and I met everybody. <laughs> Letterman was one of my first MCs. It was pretty amazing. And and Robin came over and he said, um, and he was always trying to find an angle on, is that something that's clever that, that, that could fuel him? Not that he would take the material, but that he would use ideas of it in a way, he was a he was a vacuum for comedy and one of the sweetest people ever born on the earth, and did more for philanthropic things for me personally, even. Uh, but anyway, uh, so he said, "So your mother's gummy and your father's pokey and you're Mister Potato Head," and I said, "Yep." And he went, "Okay." <laughs> there was nowhere to go with that. There was just nothing. I also said, "I have the my first joke was I have the 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 brain of a German Shepherd and the body of a sixteen year old boy, and they're both in my car, and I want you to see them now." That is not a joke that really can go today. It doesn't fly well. Right, right. It's not appropriate, but that's how I started, and then people were shocked when I played Danny Tanner because he he you know I don't know I was. Known to comedians, but not to the world, and that was a gift. You're kind of a blue comedian, I guess. I was bit. more edgy and weird, yeah. and then I got more blue. I think. Yeah, I think yeah. I edgy, uh, edgy, weird is fairer and better. I agree. I agree. Uh, Once again, Bob Saget is our guest. I'll give you some of the dates of your spring tour, which is coming out, and also I'll mention again Nashville Squares premiering tonight. How much of that is uh, when you uh, when you f- film a show like that? Do you film for an hour to get 30 minutes? or Kind of, yeah. We kind of do it in lifetime. And we have the Dallas Cowboy Cheerleader All-Stars. So I, I'm married, but, uh, you know, at, at the commercial breaks, they would just hide them on the bus, keep them away from the crew. <laughs> but um, but that's not my, my deal anyway. I'm happily married for a year now. And that, that in L.A., that's a hummingbird's life. So. <laughs> <laughs> I only turn blue, and I know we've talked about this kind of, and I know how you fall on comedy, and I agree with you. Uh, and some of my favorite comedians are Jim Gaffigan and, you know, sure. people. And, and I idolized Cosby back in the day. Uh, when I slept with him, it was kind of... <laughs> but, yeah, um, yeah, it's changed. But, you know, because he wore the first cardigan sweater. Uh, <laughs> That, and I did. Then I did it on my show, uh, and I'm, I'm still doing Fuller House. But I agree. I just like to be able to do different kinds of comedy for different kinds of audiences. And uh, sure. but, but I've kind of come. I'm 63, so I'm kind of like more conscious of. I mean, I got 17 year olds in the audience with fake IDs, and I want to set a decent example. But you can still do that if you're using. I mean, if you watch my favorites, Bill Burr or. Or Chappelle, or whoever, some of the people that are doing it, and Sebastian doesn't use a bad word in his work, you know. But but no matter how you do it, if your intentions are good, sure, there's no malice. And I, I've always I've always been one of these. I I like all kinds of comedy. There are a lot of comedians that look down on a guy who grabs a guitar. They look down on a prop. Well, they were act. right to look down on me. Well, to, <laughs> I, I, I didn't say plays. I said grabs. Right. But, you know, I no. I, I love all of them. I, yeah. Un, underhanded. I mean, pro, I, I love prop acts. Right. And, and there's this sort of snobbery about oh, he's not a monologist. Monologist sounds like you've masturbated too much. Let's face it. No, it's if whatever. Is fun, there a too much? 
What is too much? I have a story for you. I have a story you're all going to like because it's it's so it's Larry David's story. Before Larry David was on Fridays, so this is a show oh, that was my. on. Right. Uh, you know, Saturday Night Live was always a hit. So Fridays they tried it on ABC. ABC, ABC yeah. Michael Richards was on. A lot of people were on it, and um, so Larry David was on the show. Uh, no, it was, I'm sorry. It was before he got. He was on the show that I was on at the Improv, and I'm holding a guitar, and I'm going to sing while my guitar gently weeps, and water's going to pour out of my guitar. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, and so Larry David is standing there, and on stage is the amazing Jonathan, and he is doing all kinds of prop bits, and Larry is going. They don't want. They don't want my comedy. They just want this. They want prop bits. They don't want. They don't want funny. And he gets on stage, and he goes, and he goes, looks at me. In my eyes, doesn't realize I'm holding a guitar, and goes, "All they want is a guitar act. That's all they want." And I'm, and he, we were friends, and I, and I'm like, I'm holding a guitar. <laughs> and then he goes on stage, and he spends forty seconds. He tells one joke. They don't laugh. He uses every expletive imaginable at the audience. Tells them they don't know anything, how ignorant they are. And then Bud Friedman gets up on stage, the owner of the Improv, and says, "And now Bob Saget," and I, and I kill. <laughs> Uh, with guitar parodies. I mean, they're below test dummies on the scale of show business. Yeah, but funny. Yeah, well, it can be. But my music that I've done, that I still do, will always do. Well, I don't think we'll always do. i got another 10 years. I, I, I'm I, just loving stand-up right now because the world is so messed up that I like to bring the people together. I like to bring everybody together in the room. And that's what you guys do here you don't hit political stuff. Yeah, we we don't. We try to bring each other together, and it hasn't worked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I think the the deaths are further apart than they were before. Yes, oh, yeah. very There's yeah. a bigger. Uh, yeah, a, that's the DMZ. Yeah, that's the chasm. Yeah, I think you could fit the DMV in there. <laughs> but I actually, um, I, I just uh, all my comedy music is not a parody. It is all uh, original sure. comedy songs, which is what Martin Mull used to do who I used to idolize, and I'm directing a documentary about Martin Mull because he's a great artist. Yeah, all uh, his, his paintings are unbelievable. And I just bought one. I got really lucky. Kevin Bright from Friends, producer of that, is producing it, and we're making it. We've been working on it for a while. Yeah, Martin Mull, there was a, God, what was it, early 70s? There was a tour called Steve Martin Mull. Right. Those two guys, can you imagine seeing that? Yeah, that and would I be cool. And they were, they were playing relatively, relatively small clubs. Martin Mull was doing a slide guitar thing with the dildo. Did you happen to interview Steve Martin for I that? I did. Yeah. I did, and Eric Idle and Norman Lear and a lot of people. And uh, Steve Martin was talking about that. And they were not friends at first. They were so shy. They're both so shy <laughs> that they, they said uh, they, they would do like weird things. Uh, it's very nice to make your acquaintance. They would do that like every time they saw each other in the hallway. They, they didn't want to speak to each other. It's like Letterman, very shy. You know, doesn't. Sometimes it's it's curmudgeon, but it, sometimes it's not. It's just want to be left alone and and or insecurities or whatever. But but Steve Martin is uh, and Martin. Mo, I saw him on tour when I was 17. Are you okay? Did you fall asleep? No, no, I'm good. Okay. Um, <laughs> do you need anything? I no. had the adrenaline shot that Uma oh, Thurman you? got. Pulp Fiction. <laughs> I can plunge she nominated it. for that? I think she might have been nominated. Her, her, her center of her chest. Her yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Solar best sternum of the year, I think. Mm-hmm. Best yeah, sternum right. of the year. Um, so, but, but it was really interesting because he was amazing at comedy songs. Like, ones that were kind of dirty, but not at all. He had a humming song every curse word was a hum 
And, and the song by the end is like, hmm. <laughs> it's, it's just all humming. But、uh, he was Martin Mull and his furniture. And what he did was he would take his furniture from his house, put it on a U Haul.、Oh, yeah. You know all this. And,、yeah. would, and would show up in a small place, of, of like a troubadour, or a,、uh, in Philly, there was the main point. It was like a 450 seating room. Springsteen played there and Jackson Brown. And he was a music act, really. He played with Glenn Campbell. He was very good, very good musically. And he had his furniture, but he had to cart it. He towed it. <laughs> he towed it. And then he realized it's probably easier to just go to Salvation Army in every city. <laughs> and, but now it's not uncommon to go to a concert and see someone up there and they've got the carpet down and、yeah. they've got furniture up there. But Martin Mull did it and whatever. 73. We're talking with comedian Bob Saget. Bob Are you? He's、yeah. so great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will、uh, remind you that our own Donnie Baker and Bob Zaney、oh, are going to be in、um, Modesto Bob-Zaney. and Fresno this weekend.、Uh, we'll get,、um, you got a, you're mounting a tour in the spring, I understand. Yeah, I'm mounting. I just got off of a theater tour and I'm doing theaters and clubs. The clubs are the ones that are the, my favorites. And I love the Helium Club, and I know the one here in.、Uh, one, the one here is、uh, tonight、Brandon. and tomorrow, and then you're in, what is it, New York? And I mean, I'm in. I'm in、uh, Stand Up、uh, Live in Phoenix, November 8th and 9th, and then New York's、uh, Caroline's Tuesday, December 10th. Well, that will be a benefit. That's、okay. for scleroderma that I lost my sister to. So I do benefits at Caroline's、uh, once a year, and we have a great lineup. We have John Oliver and Jim Gaffigan. And Michael Che. And so,、oh, nice. uh, and we raised almost a million dollars each time. We raised over $50 million. And, wow. And, it, and it's helping cure the disease that my sister and a lot of people are stricken with.、Uh, now,、um, I didn't mean to bring the place no, no. down. No, no, that's a wonderful thing. That's, that's, that's amazing.、Charity. It's better than the malaria But, joke、uh, earlier. Now,、uh, <laughs> thank <laughs> you, Bob. I tried to tell him. I know. They don't listen. They don't listen. Uh, among, among, uh, I can't believe you never got it. Among, con- among contemporary comedians, who's, who is your actual real closest friend? Um, wow. That seems private. I would say, I would, I'm not going to pry. Well, he, he won't admit it because he sends me nothing but things like we're not friends. But I would say Bill Burr, probably.、Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm, I just adore him and I love Chappelle.、Um, I'm, I'm close with,、um, I'm trying to think what other comedians.、Um, well, I'm close with pretty much a, a lot of people. I, I tour with Mike Young, who's a very, very good comedian. And so he wrote on Entourage. That's how I met him from doing all those Entourages.、Um, Burr is a guy that I'll write to him and say, Boy, I loved your special buddy in,、uh, at Royal Albert Hall. And he'll go, he'll just say, I can't repeat what he sends back. Sure. <laughs>、yeah. But it always has to do with me being something that my, my gender is. <laughs> doing、uh, something to yourself. Well, no, it's just my gender is suspect. Oh. <laughs> but when, he, when, you, when you were a kid, I, I, I had no friends. Here we go.、Oh. I had no friends. Was there a.、Uh, I had no friends. Is there like a、life. rhyming insult to the name Bob Saget? Did you get yes, that? Yes, yes, I talk about it in my no, work. No, no, you don't have to mention it. I, I talk of, about no, I, it in my I, work. You know me better. I wouldn't mention it. I don't even want to.、Um, I got a tight seven on it, but、uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was horrible. Gorgeous was, piece of music. It was horrible.、Oh, it was、bet. horrible. And there's a lot of people that just have, I bet there's people that have that name、uh, without, you know, the S. Uh, that have it and, and live with it. And I mean, there are people that have weird names. When you, well, when you name children, which I've done 
many, many, times. many times. I name strangers' children. Uh, mm-hmm. You got to be careful. <laughs> yeah, because very. You, yep. you've got to think. Okay, how can this be shortened, lengthened? What does it rhyme with? Yeah, you know, you think it's a love. Well, this is a great name. She'll be a great Supreme Court justice, and then all of a sudden, it's something unfortunate so yeah i guess that can be good for you maybe that's maybe that's where you're well that's why we from. named my oldest squeaky from <laughs> oh good yeah yeah and then tarantino had to drub that up again didn't he yeah. yes yeah and then uh, tarantino's ruined it for all of us <laughs> he sure has. Boy, we, we were actually talking about names that have gone into disfavor uh due to certain events in history sure. yes um, Katrina, that was out for a while yeah. and probably still is. And yeah, and I, there's I mean, Adolf, certainly. Well, yeah. Certainly. I had, there Adolf. had not been many Adolfs, but there no. is a steak tenderizer, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it still exists. Adolf's meat oh, yeah. tenderizer. Does it there? still exist? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's I mean, really? That's wrong on every single <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah. With yeah. their logo with that little mustache, it's just inappropriate. <laughs> they don't do that. Yeah, they can the claim same. it's Chaplin all they want. Yeah, the okay. only problem is when you're seasoning your steak, you got to click your heels. That's the only problem. And then you got to raise your hand up really fast to turn the fan on. <laughs> oh, my. Okay, hang on. Mr. Bob Saget is our guest. You know Bob from uh, comedy, from uh, the world of stand-up, the world of television, lots of different specials. I was saying earlier, it's so confusing now, and um, the chick will walk in and I'll go, I'm watching this new show. I just binge-watched, you know, whatever it's called. Uh, you know, Lord Almighty, uh, Beef Stew, and it's... Oh, well, that is a good show. It's on, some <laughs> net, show. it's on some network I've never heard of, and uh, <sighs> things get very, very obscure. <sighs> yeah. Uh, but uh, you're, you're going to be on a, a relatively well-known network, CMT. Yes. Yes, that'll be tonight and every Friday. And then uh, in the new year, it will... Winter, spring is what they're calling it. <laughs> ABC. ABC is still number one on the phone book. Uh, it sure is. Yeah. 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 Acme is right after. Uh-huh. And, and then I've got uh, a bunch of other things. Fuller House is ending. Uh, so this is the fifth season on Netflix. So it ends uh, the end of this year, which the first nine. And then uh, I'm doing the last episode in two weeks. So it's oh. going to be very emotional. Oh. Bittersweet, huh? yeah. It is bittersweet. And the, and the girls are 40. And so that makes me 112. <laughs> I'm an elm tree. <laughs> now let me ask you. I, I want to. This is a, a semi-serious question. If uh, never with if, a man if, if, <laughs> intoxicated. If if one turns on the television, uh, if if you're on, you turn on the TV at your house. You're by yourself. Anything you've ever been in shows up. Which one do you actually watch? Which, I, where do you sit down and go? You know, I, I want to see this. I might hit an Entourage, which is it's hard to find. It's usually like HBO uh, late at night. They'll run some, uh, but no. If it's Full House uh, or Fuller House, my kids used. To, I have three daughters uh, that are now old. They're hundred and ninety five. Oh, very very old. Still ancient, lovely, ancient, I, I, lovely. Yeah, their yeah. bloods uh, very thin, but they're, uh, <laughs> yes, yeah. but they're uh, thirty two, thirty two, thirty. Very cold. They're Often incredibly cold. Yeah. cold. I have to wear a jacket all the time. Yeah, but still, yeah. and yeah. my daughter Alfalfa. We had to change her name. Oh, because um, life changes from the little rascals. Sure, um, sure. But. <laughs> but but it's just uh, they will watch. They will. My youngest would sneak watch Full House, and I would walk into the room and I'd see myself in a dinosaur outfit like Dino, and, and it was pink like Barney or whatever. And I was just, uh, you're forbidden to watch this show. Just put on Sex in America on HBO. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, I can't let you watch this. I know when Half Baked comes on, I go, I can't stop watching until I see SAG. Well, that's because I directed Dirty Work, so I mm -hmm. did a cameo in Half Baked. <laughs> and Dirty Work, we're talking about a sequel, Norman. No I. kidding. Yeah, and we went to MGM and sent them some, believe it or not, this is how showbiz works. The producer, David Permit, who's a dear friend of mine, and uh, he did Hacksaw Ridge, but he did a lot of movies back in the day, like Men in Black and the original, not Men in Black, sorry, Face Off. Mm, uh, right. I got I got them confused because it, <laughs> it had two people on the on the, on the poster. Sorry, go ahead. Talk about that. Two headed Hydra. <laughs> I can't believe you're still here. <laughs> Why didn't I'm you here. tunnel out? I can't. I can't leave. I don't know what it, I tried. He had his own podcast. I tried to leave. He tried to get out. So funny. Pulling me back. You know why? Because he's so damn nice. Yeah, that's why. I'm nice. That's Did you the hear truth. that? Well, he's. Weak and cowardly, but other than, yeah, that, other than uh, that, so was the lion. But he was my least favorite. <laughs> but uh, Wait, so, right, can I interrupt you for one second? Uh, please, you must. I, I'd like to stop. Do you want to tell? Huh? Do you want to tell Mr. Saget uh, your Mr. Saget your revelation about yeah. the Wizard of? Oz? I love when you call me that. I oh. feel like the IRS is auditing. Well, he's going to think I'm silly and stupid if uh, I tell that's him. That's why no, I, want you I to knew tell that. Him. Well, in. like uh, ten years ago, maybe eight, maybe five, maybe last year, I uh, just realized <laughs> that uh, the the the, 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 farm the lion and uh, the tin man and the scarecrow were the farmhands. <laughs> he didn't realize this. I said, "Hey, wait a minute! That's uh, Burt Lard." Are you kidding? No, I thought I didn't oh, either. Well, so how can see, you? Ace was right there with me. So how can you make fun of his old music man Robert Preston references? <laughs> when oh, I find it incredibly easy. But, that, <laughs> but I mean, how can you not well, know that? Wait a minute, is Robert Preston? Is there a, is there a wizard in music band? Uh, well, no, but uh, see, he did, Bobby, I'm, he I'm doesn't making understand a reference you. to an old reference. <laughs> that Here's he, what we should do. Oh, yeah. I see why you're still let's here. Put, let's, let's, <laughs> let's put Mr. Let's I don't know how to read. <laughs> oh, hey, I can help you. says what? <laughs> let's put... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll teach you phonetically. G-money. Second says what? We're having a good hey, time. Hey, double down. What are you doing? <laughs> they all heard hey, you the first hey, time. I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking they didn't hear me. I'm going to say it again. Yeah. Yeah. There's a look of shock on their yes. face. It wasn't because of what I said. <laughs> It's that I didn't say it loud enough. Oh, Mr. Saget. And how does that make you feel? Here's what I want to I want to test Mr. Saget by by doing today in history and let's I'm see out. what happens. Oh, oh okay. good. 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 This is a, this right is a re regular feature on the show. I used to do that on the show. It's very happy. <laughs> Leonard, Leonard. Time now for <laughs> It happens to the best of us. Leonard, your mic uh... Any day now. Look at this. We only use the finest equipment here. The time fell off. You'll take that with you when they fire you. I will. Uh, by the way, Chick. Try it for my cold. Chick, just, just so you know. Uh, I, by, the way, I, uh, by the way, Clark Kent is Superman. Okay, back to you. <laughs> Today in history. November 1st, 1512. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Holy hell. We're going back. This better start with Traffic Magna. was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> The 1512. Okay, 1512. Yep. The Sistine Chapel opened for public viewing. The ceiling, of course. And, oh. I bet, and the pickpockets the pick went nuts that day. Oh, sure. Everybody's <laughs> looking up. Yeah. Imagine. <laughs> the shortest lines in history, though. <laughs> yes, yes. But they had the rest of the walls also. It wasn't just the ceiling. Right. right. Boy, I bet the mirrored shoe guys loved the Sistine Chapel. That was in the 50s at the, at the, at the social. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, they then they, of course they ruined it. That famous commercial from the mid seventies, the that Sears one coat. Oh uh, sure, yeah. Guys, uh, well, look at this. Someone <laughs> someone graffitied this thing. Now with Sears one coat. And if you own, I don't remember that Sears one. Coat. Oh, they had the Sears one coat. The guy was always painting the ceiling. Yeah, and just oh. covering it up. With every reference, a millennial gets its wings. Yes. yes. If you run an upkirt website, aren't you at the Sistine Chapel all the time? Why is that? No, they're why? all everybody's you're looking, looking up. up. Yeah, hey, so everybody's looking down. Oh, I see what you're saying. Around. It is a good way to get a wallet. But <laughs> yes, that's the thing. Well, never. I'm not going to get serious. What other places here. do you go? It's to- a holy place. You don't do stuff like that well, there. You, you go where the, <sighs> the people. That's what Willie up. Sutton said. <laughs> yeah. Right. Why do you? Um, Look at ceilings. That's, that's, <laughs> oh, that's oh, Rob Banks. That's where <laughs> the money is. No, sorry. Back to you. Uh, November first, sixteen oh four. Shakespeare's Othello first was presented. Billy Shakes, mm-hmm. <laughs> the Jackie Robinson of Shakespeare. Uh, yes. Yeah, pretty the, much. The, yeah, the Moor of Venice. Yes, yeah, the, very very funny play. Yeah, hilarious. <laughs> Apparently, Shakespeare liked November 1st because then seven years later in 1611... This is a lucky opening night. He yeah. presented Tempest. The, well. the sequel to Temper. Yes. Uh, first there was Temp, and then Temper, and then And Tempest. then it was uh, in a teapot. The great filmmaker John Cassavetes did a remake uh, and, and of that theme, The Tempest, and mm-hmm. it was about uh, human empowerment. Which one was that? What was that called? It was called The Tempest. So it was Seymour, oh. Seymour Casals and uh... I think it had that uh, him and I think it had uh, uh, Peter Falk in it. The, oh, the troupe of the John Cassidy. Now people out there, millennials. <laughs> no, no, sorry, millennials and Gen X. No, no, I'm sorry. John, Go look up John Cassavetes. Go course. watch oh, his yes. movies. And you yeah. know, it's you know him from you know him from Rosemary's Baby, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, or the, the Columbo actor. bad guy. But uh, but but I would say uh, that Let me ask you a question. Okay. The, excuse me. I, something's <laughs> bothering me about what happened. Why is the gun laying on the table? Yeah, what's that all about? Yeah, bring me the head of um Alfredo the, Garcia. Yeah, that that thing is incredible. That's upsetting. It yeah. is upsetting. Yeah, yes. So not as good as a bring, head- me the, bring me the finger of Jerry Garcia. Your <laughs> yeah, you know what, Bob? You're right. Eight heads in a double bag. <laughs> Wait a minute. Eight heads in a double bag is more upsetting. Yeah, yeah. I can't upset. believe I'm saying this. That was pretty darn funny. That's that almost good. a joke. Yeah. Yes. Uh, when we get we have to- when we come back, we'll skip from the 1600s to the 1900s oh. in history. Yeah, because oh. I thought this was going to be a 19-hour thing. <laughs> Because you're going no. three years at a time. No. Well, Bob, your I little promise. show goes maybe an hour. <laughs> we got to be here four hours four. a day. Five <laughs> oh, my God. We'll come, we'll come right back if our guest chooses to stay. I'm not leaving. Bob Saget's hanging leave. with us. So this is the Bob and Tom Show. 1612, that was the most popular color. <laughs> we, we're going to learn that. Now, yeah. we, we were going to get back to today in history, but they first. They mashed cranberries uh, together. Uh, Bob, you mentioned that you started doing comedy when you were a teenager. Yeah, when I was 17. Did you ever have it, what would be considered a normal job? Did you ever have it? I was a deli clerk for six years while I was doing comedy. I was I I am in the Directors Guild, the Screen Actors Guild, the Writers Guild, uh, ASCAP, which is a publishing company, and I'm in the Amalgamated Meat Cutters Union still to this day on a leave of absence. And I pay, <laughs> I pay my dues because you need a trade if the second show at Helium doesn't go well. Go. <laughs> I'll be slicing. So if he gets a call between first and second show, all right, come on in. He's yep. got to go. I Cut will, meat. I will Cut meat. slice that ham like nobody's business. See, I'm really jealous because I worked at Arby's and they wouldn't let me on the slicer because I was too young. They wouldn't let you do that. It's dangerous. It is dangerous. I used to have a nightmare. Remember M.C. Escher paintings? Sure. Sure. So that he would have like layered faces. Mm -hmm. I dreamed that I did that to my face.
piece on a slicer. Ooh. And that's not a good dream. Holy so hell. I stayed away from slicers what for a couple of days. What kind of a monster are you? <laughs> yeah. Jeez. They were done to me, though. <laughs> now, I want to mention a couple things. Um, on your television tonight, it'll be, um, it'll be Bob Saget uh, hosting um, a new show called uh, Nashville Squares. And uh, also coming up on ABC, you're going to do... Uh, it's Videos kind of a, After Dark will be on yeah. in the and, winter spring. But don't you have something coming up in December, like December, a greatest hits? December 8th is a show on ABC with Alfonso and Tom Bergeron and myself talking about 30 years of America's Funniest Home Videos. Now, it was called America's Funniest Home Videos when I did it. Mm -hmm. And when I left, they called it America's Funniest Videos. They took out the home because apparently people lost their homes or something. I don't know what happened. That <laughs> was after 2008, yeah. That was in 16, the, the bubble burst, I yeah. think it's pretty... Famous. In 1702. But, uh, <laughs> but I'm part of like American culture. It was weird because a little girl came up to me the other day. Uh, that, that yeah, I got to finish that sentence. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Are these your pants? You know, it's a different, different time. It's a different world. You could have finished and it that said, way, I, sure. And said, I'm sorry, this is the ladies. <laughs> no, um, no, that's not it. That's not it. She came up to me. I was doing Access Hollywood to promote this, uh, the Nashville Squares tonight. Uh, and she was crying because she and shaking, which I only experienced a couple times in my life with a few performers that I've met. I actually had it with Pete Townsend a couple weeks ago uh, because I really loved the oh. who. And I saw them perform, and it, they were amazing. It was one of the best shows I've ever seen in my whole wow. life. Wow. And with an orchestra, full orchestra. Mm. Um, but but this but back to this young girl, uh, she's thinking I'm the who. She's thinking I'm her Elvis, her whatever. And she's crying. Aww. And 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 now we think people are thinking I've heard her. Um, so that's that's not <laughs> good. So, I, so she loved you from the video show, from the Full House, from, oh, from Full, full House. and Fuller. She told me this. There's a new app called TikTok. Mm. Do you know what it is? Oh, yes. So I'm, yes. I'm on it. So I and my wife put me on it, and I got almost half a million followers now because you know, you know, I got a name. You know, I'm like, you know, I don't know, I'm a, I'm a brand. I'm Costco. <laughs> sure. Uh, are they a sponsor? Can I mention? Sure, them? go ahead. I... Okay, uh, Hershey. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> so what happened was uh, this girl takes a picture with me and then goes, "I love you on full and Fuller House, and I love your TikTok." And I'm thinking, that sounds wrong on every level. <laughs> and it, what's really wrong is she shouldn't be looking at it because a lot of stuff on there is teenage girls, you know, 16-year-old girls doing lascivious type of singing that I think is one of the things. I, I'm very viral, so, I, uh, so I'm, you won't catch it. But, okay, good. Um, yeah, I was going to ask if it was airborne. But, I, but I, I move quickly. You know, I kind of go wherever the, the things are going. And... But I get scared that we're in this whole Kardashianism of America, and I don't want to, you know, be part of that. But but it's uh, I'm on forums. If you're on Twitter and Instagram, you're you are part of that. You are mm -hmm. you can easily click bait onto anything that you go. Oh my God, uh, chick, did, uh, chick, how do you describe uh, Twitter again? The worst bar you've ever walked into. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, baby. I'll kick your ass. <laughs> yeah. And it goes on forever. And it goes on forever and ever and ever. Now, uh, could we finish today in history? Do we have time? Yeah. Where were we? 1502 or something? Uh, no. Time now for part two of today. Thank you, Leonard. Thanks, Leonard. Sorry. Now we're going to jump from 1611 all the way up to 1959. Well. 
That's when Cleveland Browns running back Jim Brown ran for、Number、five 32. touchdowns in the 38 31 win over the Baltimore Colts at the time. And that was almost the last time the Browns were good.、Man. Tom loves the Browns and he loves Jim Brown. So I've talked to Jim Brown. I've talked to Jim Brown. Whoa. He gained 1,000 yards when there were only 12 games in the yeah. season. That's yeah. insane. Yeah. yeah he's a.、Uh, That when it meant some. Has anybody else done the five touchdowns?、Uh, yeah, I think Gil Sears has six in a game. Okay. But that's when, among, the, that's, when the games were three, that's when the games were three hours long. Sure. A、Same. quarter was okay, 25 sorry, minutes. Back to, <laughs> back to you. There were much smaller people. And,、uh, okay. November 1st, 1968, the Motion Picture Association of America. Introduced the rating system. Oh, oh and there、yeah. went my life. Yeah, and it's always made sense. The, 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 the,、yeah. uh, the, the guidelines are very clear.、Oh, and yes.、Uh, <laughs> it's really weird how they've changed because I've directed some movies and they used to be you were allowed two expletives of that variety.、Mm-hmm. And then they made it one. And at one time it was 10 you could have a PG movie. And now you're allowed a PG 13 movie with that word that, you know, the、right. word you're not supposed to say. A couple times, which I find odd. And then I made a movie、uh, that is on Hulu right now.、Uh, it's a Hulu pick, which,、uh, which means someone got it out of their nose and put it on the web.、Um, <laughs> What's it called?、Uh, it's called Benjamin, and it's about a young boy that、uh, we think has、uh, some problems, but、uh, the people that try to help him have more problems than him. And it's Rob Corddry and Kevin Pollock and myself. And、uh, Mary Lynn Rice Cub, and a lot of, <gasps> lot of really good people. A lot Dave, of our favorites.、Yeah. Dave, Dave Foley and Sherry O'Terry, and、yeah. Max Burkholder plays the kid. So,、um, but that thing got an R rating, and there's no cursing in it. There is not one curse word. Amazing. So it was because of、uh, drug content. We think、oh. that he has got a problem. So it's kind of a just say no movie.、Mm. And I'm more Danny Tanner in that. I'm kind of Danny Tanner off the rails a little bit.、Mm. So that's like,、mm. you know. Jack Nicholson famously said,、um, uh, if you are.、Uh, Cut a boob off. Yep. You get an R. If you kiss it, you get an X. Yeah. And I heard it with, with the, the, the word.、Uh, yeah, I, I cleaned it up. Okay. <laughs> Slightly. Yeah, you can't say that word. I, I didn't know you could say that because it's not anything. I mean, I cows have them. Yeah,、uh, yeah. Right, right. But they have the E. Yeah, they have the m o l d e m o r e Yeah, yeah you, can, you can. You not can, the I. You, you can shoot. Yeah. One off, but you can't show it. Are、yeah. we、oh, talking about cans? Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Jugs. Jugs. No, no, no. Can we finish today、no. in history? Are we done? <laughs> no, we're not done. Oh, my no, God. No, no, no. November no, 1st, 1988, the Staten Island Ferry. Way, did, uh, did, uh, no, I, I know that、um, <laughs> with respect to the rating system,、um, Chrissy, you were telling me that. You're of the Catholic faith, and yes, sir. The, the、oh, Catholic、boy. thing you had like、uh, crying Jesuses, like five crying Jesuses and four. <laughs> <laughs> What? I saw, them in a, I saw them in Atlantic City. They were great. <laughs> they were. They're the new Blue Man group. <laughs> five crying yeah. Yeah. Jesuses. Yeah. <laughs> didn't, they, didn't, they, didn't they rate movies condemned? <sighs> Oh, we do have a rating system. But you know, yes. The, the critics crucified him.、Uh. <laughs> Sorry, I brought it up. Whoa, wow. There was a confession booth outside the theater.、Uh, <laughs> 1988, the Staten Island Ferry got pay phones. Huh. Boy, that's technology. And、huh? all anybody's saying is, get me off this ferry. Yeah. yeah. Can you come get、What's、me? The send、point? the cop. Send the whirly bird. <laughs> the booth ferry. Ah.、Uh. You should、What? go back in time. Phone、now. booth. Just to keep us going. <laughs> I should. Back in、uh, 1995, fairy, on the state. Fairy phones like, sounds like a. What'd you call me? See, it sounds like a slur.、Mm. Yeah. 
Very that was a big phone. deal, though, then. Can you imagine? Hey, I'm on the Staten Island. Remember the first time we got on an airplane, they had those air phones? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Call Guess up. where I am Guess now. Guess where I am now. Uh-huh. Well, what about the headsets were basically swirly straws? <laughs> they were like oh, steth- yeah. they were stethoscopes. <laughs> they were air controlled. You yeah. plugged them in. They were air. Where Weird. are those now? Yeah. I don't know. It's a warehouse Recycled. in New Jersey, probably. Yes. Landfill. Yeah, there's a warehouse somewhere. For Staten or, or Island. Some, some, some lesser country. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, Malaysia, they're brand new. And our last on this date in history, November 1st, 1995. But you skipped a century. <laughs> hey, look, we, not every year You know what? Special. I don't edit this. I just read it. But you're pretty good. Blame me. Chicago Bulls retired Michael Jordan's number 23 jersey in a two-hour ceremony in Chicago. And did you know that that ceremony, Michael Jordan uh, bet $500,000 a ceremony would go longer than two, two hours? hours? Oh, yeah. He's, he'll he, bet on anything. He'd like to gamble. We'll, uh, this is the Bob and Tom Show coming to you live from the Napa Auto Parts studios, coast to coast at a bunch of great radio stations. And we are on American Forces Radio Worldwide. Glad to be here. Glad to be there. And um, I'd like to introduce our guest, Bob Zaney. But Bob isn't here. <laughs> It's actually Bob Saget. <laughs> right. Who it can be, Zany. Uh, yes. And Hang on a second. Wait a minute. You don't know the difference, do you? <laughs> yes, I do. He's not wearing a suit. Zany no. always wears a suit. Uh, Bob Zany will be with Donnie Baker and Modesto tonight. And then uh, tomorrow it's in Fresno. And I inadvertently called Mr. Saget Mr. Zany uh, in my haste earlier. Now, we are going to switch gears. We'll get back to Today in History. What was the last thing we were talking about? Oh, we're about? done with it. No, we now we're going to birthdays. We were talking about the rating system in movies. Yes, we were. Did mm-hmm. you know that to get that G rating for The Last Temptation of Christ, they had to use liquid nails? Oh. If you're aware of that. Dave. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they, that they is wanted interesting to be, fact. <laughs> I didn't know that. You know, it used to be M. It used to be mature. Mm-hmm. James Bond movies were rated M. M. Which I like because that was the lead character of... Of the movies, M was yeah. often. Oh often yeah, mm-hmm. James guys. Bond. Did you say James wow. Bond? I'm just trying to get <laughs> shaken, not stirred. <laughs> That's the James Bond chord. Isn't that great? That's. I just keep it around. I'm. I'm trying. It is loud. Yeah, I should tell Mr. Sagan. It sounds I, like the surface, but it's go. John Barry, I believe. That's correct. Uh, who also did the music for Body Heat? Ooh, good stuff. Yeah, that was good. Below frame. Now we have. Um, we have a guest on the telephone. The lovely comedian Allie Breen is joining us. Allie, can you hear me okay? Yes. How are you guys? Good, good Allie. How are you? Hi, Allie good, Breen. Thanks. Bob Sagan, how are you? Good. How are you? Better now. <laughs> now, Allie, um, we did not warn Mr. Saget that um, he d- just couldn't come in here and spout witticisms. He has to actually participate. In, yes. In, in, this is this is kind of like a Dear Abby thing, Bob. I know that you like to help people. You're a very generous soul. I do. I do. We like, we're going to help some young lovers. Uh, what have we got today, Allie? Dear Allie, me and my boyfriend moved in together, and the first time he farted in front of me, it was hilarious. <laughs> All right. Yeah. However, now he does it all the time, including trying to fart on my head or Dutch oven me in bed. Oh, isn't that nice? Oh. Once was funny, but now the fart gates have opened. Uh, it's like I'm living with my little brother. Yeah. <laughs> what should I do? Or I, I would go to a non-gassy person. I would. I would. I hate to say, but you have to ask him to stop. Exactly. You sure do. You yes. have to. Ask and if he doesn't, you can pour paraffin in that thing in the middle of the night. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think problem is solved. Yep. <laughs> it's, it's 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 relatively nonviolent, right? Yeah, and uh, would certainly be effective, right? And then when it's removed, he would have a a, a nice clean paperweight. Uh, yeah. No, oh no, I, I'm sorry. I meant I meant his uh, his dirt. You're talking bu- his about dirt the, button. Oh, oh yeah, that would yeah. be uh, hairless. Oh, yeah. 
And that hairless, hairless dirt button is my was my hairless one of my dirt. favorite bands. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. I think if he loves and respects you, he'll say, "Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. I'm not going to do this anymore." I think if he's doing that, he's not loving and respecting her. That's what I think. <laughs> yeah. But- He's just a goofball. It's kind of a weird power move, and it's, uh, it's relatively awful. tasteless. It's immature, and he needs. Uh, she needs to find some, more of a, a person suitable. I think unless yeah. he's got unless he's got a lot of yeah. money, money, um, money, and he's probably or when good. he sleeps, just start <laughs> queefing in his face. Oh. Now you can that. say that, but no, we can't, can't say the. But he might like that. Hey, Allie. <laughs> yes. Um, did we tell you about uh, Josh's experience at the spa? No. Okay, real quick. Um, yes. Josh uh, went to a, a depilatory spa. A waxing spa. Yeah, I got waxed. Oh, got waxed. Got waxed. Yes. So South- oh, I thought it was going to be a happy ending spa. Uh, no, well, so- no. It's not visible. Uh, no, it's not. You can't see it. <laughs> South of the equator, he is now... Um, In Paraguay? Uh, <laughs> I, I got the Brazilian. Uh, oh. So they, Wait, did, they did the. Brazi- did he lose a bet, or was this for? No, he did it on purpose, and then he told us about it. He got a Brazilian, and then on the backside, what do they call that? A baboon. Uh, so they cleared out everything. The baboon. So you yeah. are. You, he is hairless down there. Is it still hairless, or is it growing back? It's growing back, but yeah. not. I mean, it's growing back. Kind of a Don Johnson Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a five o'clock shadow. Oh, sorry, well, I yeah. wish I'd said that. Beach <laughs> do you, Allie, I, I, I want your honest answer. I'm sure that, not to suggest that you've encountered a lot of these in your day, but I mean, you've been around the block a time or two. Do you oh, find, yeah. do you find that, in the streets uh, of New York. do you find that shocking when you run into oh. a, Oh, I thought you were going to say shocking when I get waxed. No, that no, I'm not going to. I would never be that personal. Yeah. I, I'm, He's uh, saying you when you could... meet, meet someone that might need a machete. If, if, you, if, if you meet oh. a guy, if you meet a guy, would yeah. you say, would you say, hey, look, you might want to. Uh... Or he's down to hardwoods. Is that a shock? There. I, I think both is a shock. I like someone who ma- manscapes a little bit. But there I think you if you're go. down to the hardwoods, as Chick puts it, that yeah. is a little shocking. There That's extreme. Go. Yeah, That's... it was extreme. Uh, but I, w- I would do it again. And then oh, will really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's not sorry about it. No, I think it's going to be. I think it's part of my lifestyle now. Double oh, it is. Yeah. Well, well, I, I have been did something. your girlfriend request it, or did you just go? No, for it? no. But uh, the reviews are in, and they're they're positive. Yeah, sadly, it's <laughs> thumbs just one thumbs up. Wait, did you go from one untangled one... thumb up? Oh. <laughs> did you go? But the from critics crucified jungle? him. Yeah. Wait, what's yeah. that, Allie? A chick was trying to shove some, something down her throat <laughs> that didn't work the first time. <laughs> oh, Josh, Josh is now pissed. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> Did you go from full on jungle to nothing, or were you in the in between? Oh. No, like, I was. Some- I was manscaped. He was Jumanji. Okay. <laughs> I will say nice house. there is something very sad in the world right now, which is the Brazilian uh, forest is on fire. Forest, yes, but if all of us went there and it is on fire, you would get a very very quick uh, man or female mm-hmm. escaping. Mm-hmm. Uh, You're right. Because the yeah. fire would just it'd be the burning, you know, be the burning, uh, well, the sacred. Yes, of course. And, and it would be, you know. Fire uh, pie. The burning uh, bush. Yeah. Even, even if you're not a ginger. I didn't want to say it, but but it happens. Yeah. And yes, it would be a great uh, Jerry Lee Lewis song. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid to So you're talk. saying essentially, you say great balls let's fire. make lemonade out of lemons. <laughs> let's use that fire so, for yes. something good. So yeah. now have we, have we concluded that this, the man who has excessive flatulence uh, uh, he's a jerk. Way. He's immature. Get rid of him. Ask him to stop. I, I, have, I have a more stealthy solution. What? Oh, although I think oh. Bob, Bob's is correct. What if you started putting that stuff Beano in all his food? 
Oh. So he's suddenly. Oh, he lost he, the ability. He'd be unable to do this, and he'd probably be trying so hard. He'd probably. Oh, well, that's going to be bad for her. End up with a prolapse. Oh, no. Jeez, Tom. She probably put a whole box this, in. You took, that, you took that a little far. This is. <laughs> turned it into We're a trying crime. to help this <laughs> You're going to help her, but now his burps are going to stink. Uh, oh. <laughs> is that how that works? Oh. I, I'm, okay, next, we saw, that's, that's one, one for our team. Next. <laughs> Dear Allie, I really love dirty talk. When I try to get my girlfriend to talk dirty, she talks about growing old together and other stuff. And <laughs> she loves me. Whoa. Wait a minute. How is growing talk old dirty together to me. You and dirty. I will once wear adult diapers. <laughs> yeah. well, not that dirty. I think it's that or curly fried toenails. Yeah. <laughs> God. Oh. <laughs> it's like she turns it from a porno into a Christian themed event. No matter how dirty I try to get, she turns it around to stuff about love. What should I do? Yikes. Oh, boy. Yeah, she's fighting it. She yeah, does, she's, she's not, not into it. Yeah, well, those are two different people. Those, yep. are, yeah. those are one. But it would, be, it would be super cool if she did that for a couple minutes and then switched gears. Well, that happens right. too. A lot of people that are very. Uh, Patriarchal. What? That's uh, matriarchal. <laughs> uh, that are very much, you know, religious or, or, or want to conform and want to be very respectable and want to be hallmarky, want to be mm-hmm. a lot of love letters and stuff. Yeah, when right. they turn. You get them at a certain amount, you know, man or woman. Or, get enough alcohol in them and they'll do just about anything. I found that with a sheep once. <laughs> it was um, Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was very, never, very pious sheep. Never but... came down from the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> it was longer than going through all those dates in history. I'm sorry. Okay, Allie. Another problem solved. Next, what do you got? You should tell her if they they won't grow old together unless he puts something in her butt. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you could do that. That's right. Turn it around that way. Was that too much? No, no, that was perfect. That's the second question after that happens. (laughs) (laughs) Is that that too much? (laughs) What's Uh, next, Allie? All right, dear Allie, I met a girl on Tinder. We slept together on the fourth date, and as a joke, when she left, I said, I left the money on the dresser. Oh, always a classic. <laughs> yeah, of course she didn't. They're both at fault for swiping <laughs> to get to this. She didn't laugh, is that what she said? Yeah. She did not laugh, and now she won't return my calls. Well, of I tried apologizing not. and said I made a bad joke, but she won't talk to me at all. Is it really so bad what <laughs> that I did? Stupid whore. Uh, <laughs> well, the question is, did she take the cash? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, she. She took the money, though, didn't she? No, she doesn't have a sense of humor. It's over. Don't bother. (laughs) Right, but remember, you were also, you were a Tinder date. She made, Tinder was very difficult. Yeah, Yeah. she was just looking for, she got what she wanted, and if she, well, they went out. They went out four times. They didn't have sex till the fourth well, day. So the first well, off, you did Tinder wrong. I, that's right. <laughs> it, it, I've met people in relationships on Tinder. Well, I of mean, course. Long relationships, but it's it's rare. It's true. Right. But he shouldn't have said that. That's disrespectful. You think it's yeah. funny? Well, if he... It's funny if, if it's you're that important three years you. into a relationship and you know each other pretty well. And By the way, I have a, I have an interesting idea about this. What if there was money on the dresser? She rolled it up. He turned out to be the guy with the flatulence problem. She shoves it up his butt. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. And oh, then his money stinks. Well, now we've all say, we've solved it. <laughs> all he's got is a $2 right. bill. Yeah. If this is some sort of litmus test, he needs to find somebody who will laugh at that joke. Exactly. And she can return to Tinder. 
Oh, <laughs> oh, no. Bob, I'd like your uh, Bob Saget, professional comedian. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why don't you give us your opinion on? Hey, they're not all three pointers. I think I think it's excellent. It's his show. <laughs> I think, I think oh, it's excellent. I think he's been on the air. I, I have a question. <laughs> that joke, Allie. Allie. Yes. Yes. Yeah, sir. Back to the. No, was it the the guy wanted his his girlfriend to talk dirty? Yes. Right? Yep. Okay, because because I think now wh what are the limits on that? Like, could could she bring up his mom? Well, wait Something a minute. That, that would not be dirty what? talk. What? No, that's, <laughs> that's not dirty talk. That's what that's I think about to stop a masseuse. That's either, Tom, that's either really clean talk or the filthiest talk. Yeah. 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 Right. You don't know yeah, how to do this, do you? Tom doesn't know how to talk dirty. Of course no, not. of course not. God, An educated no. man. You don't talk as dirty as my mama used to. <laughs> when she See what happens? When she <laughs> breastfed me. <laughs> when I was 40. We are solving problems. Oh, okay, from Allie, the other Allie we, have, we have time for one more. Hard pass. Okay. Dear Allie, I've been with my boyfriend for five years and two months ago discovered that he was texting his ex. He didn't see her or hook up, but he was saying things like he's been dreaming about her lately and uh -oh. missed her and she's only been she's been the only one who ever understood him. Uh -oh. This hurts over. as much as cheating. What should I do? It's over. I think it might be over. Yeah. It's mental yeah. cheating. Yeah. You can have a love affair in your mind. I'm having one with everyone here right now. <laughs> <laughs> There's no one here I don't want to mount. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm talking dirty about your late mother. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going to say even she would like. She loves talk. the attention. <laughs> yeah, That's I hate okay. Oh. I like him so much. Yeah, this is sad. Oh, yeah, it is sad. It sounds like he's he's, he's not, out, checked out. Yeah. Well, also there's something to be said in don't read other people's texts, but there's also something to be said in it lights up and you look at it, right. and that's the nightmare that a lot of people are living. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Now, Allie, it's always a great pleasure. If one if one wants to get a hold of Allie Breen, you're on all the various social platforms. It's Allie Breen, and it's A L L I B R E E N. Perfect. What yes. Doing, what are you doing this weekend? Are you on stage? Yeah, I'm in Poughkeepsie at Laugh It Up with Artie Lang this weekend. Oh, totally. Oh, will you do me a favor? Will you give him my sincere love? I directed Dirty Work. Really? 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 Oh my God! I will. I yeah. love that. Absolutely. Yeah, I know Artie incredibly well. I, I I love Artie. Please give him my love and tell him that I'm really happy he's uh, doing well right now. He is. He's doing great. I'll send your love for sure. Absolutely. Please, please, and rub up against him. He likes that. Mm, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. Well, thank and talk you, dirty. See what happens. <laughs> yeah, about his mom. Oh, he'll have, <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, about mine. he doesn't like about his mom. Oh. Sorry, my mom. Sorry, <laughs> Tom's mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be weird. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you, Allie. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, guys. I'll talk. Bye. Bye, Allie. See you, Allie. Bye. So have we finished today in history? We haven't done birthdays. Should we do those? Oh, sure. Yeah. Leonard? Time out. It's a long show, Bob. I, I, I'm, you have no idea how happy I am. <laughs> birthday. Thank you, Leonard. Born on this day, November 1st, 1942, uh, Larry Flint. No kidding? Yes. Standing uh -oh. ovation. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. And sadly, he's been in a wheelchair for years. Wasn't he shot by someone? A long time yeah. ago. And he's yeah. still doing okay. Well, I guess that's, you know. Still whatever. breathing. Don't you he's, do a Larry Flint? No. Oh. Wait a minute. Yes, you do. You do a great Larry Flint impression. Yeah, you do. I, isn't it just something like this? Are you not up to date on correspondence? Oh. Christy? No, sorry. Uh, this will make you happy, Chick. Born yeah. on the state in 1944. Kinky Friedman. Oh, I love Kinky Friedman. I, I used to go Here see him go. when I was a comedian. Oh. So does Tom. Here we go. You uppity women, I don't understand why you gotta go try to act like a man. 
But before you make your weekly visit to the shrink, <laughs> you better occupy the kitchen. I'll never ate the sink. Get your biscuits in the oven and your buns in the bed. That's what I do, my baby. Sorry. <clears throat> and before we get letters. Yeah. That's satire. It's a joke. Yeah. And it's, it's comedy a, music from a while ago. A long yeah, time ago. Many yeah. decades yes. in 1912. Right. <laughs> Bob Saget is going to be on the TV tonight. CMT, it's his new show. Nashville Squares, similar to Hollywood Squares, different geographical location. And uh, among your guests, uh, Bill Engvall, uh, Caroline Ray, Tanya Tucker, uh, Dina Carter. And you're the uh, host. Yeah, I am. I'm, I'm the host and there's no script, so I get to say whatever I want. Do, what do they have you wear? Uh, I, whatever I want. And you, so it's kind of, I kind of got a little country, but not really. But they did one cool thing. They made me a nudie suit for the promos. Now, oh, yeah. Not naked. Not naked right, nudie. No. Right, but what Johnny Cash sure. wore. Right. Elvis wore, but not the onesie. You know, it's a suit. And it was made by this guy, Manuel. And he's 85. And he checked my inseam. And I want to tell you, this guy has soft hands. <laughs> and, and he doesn't even me he doesn't even look at it. He just goes, I know what to do. Don't do anything. That's my impression of someone that can write to me, maybe offended. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how we talked. I mean, what's wrong with so something? Do you, do you wear the nudie suit? At I, I have it in my closet. I'm not going to wear it. I could have worn it last night. For Halloween. Yeah, mm -hmm. I could have, but I'm not a big Halloween Those guy. Those are super cool. They're, it is gorgeous what he did. And he put X's and O's on it to be the Hollywood Squares <gasps> thing. And put my name inside the suit. Oh, cool. And then I see pictures of him with John Lennon, Roy Orbison, Johnny Cash and all these people that I just, you know, worship. Oh, you know? Um, well, uh, I should say welcome back to the Napa Auto Parts studios. We are hanging out with Mr. Bob Saget. Bob also has a special coming up um, with Tom Bergeron, and you'll be uh, going back over the the famous videos. And Alfonso and, and 30 Years of America's Funniest. It's coming up in December? In December 8th. Okay. December 8th. And then Fuller House is coming on the end of the year now, on Netflix. You mentioned uh, uh, Roy Orbison. Big fan here. But uh, have, you, have you heard about this tour with... Uh, you think you're going to think I mean No, I do have a Roy Orbison story, which you won't have time for, but go ahead. But Roy Orbison is on tour. With Buddy Holly. With Buddy Holly right now. Right now? Mm -hmm. It's a hologram. Have you heard about this? No. It's so this is a real thing. Yeah. The, the band gets up there, and then the um, artist, the decedent, if you will, at the same time, they, they <laughs> the get hologram. up there, and they play with a, it, it's, you see what looks like. Roy Orbison up there playing. But it's film footage, and they turned it into it's, a... It's uh, kind of, yeah. It's and they, they computerized it and gave it... It involves a computer and really an actor weird. and some complicated, but... That is so cool. I was on Letterman show once, and uh, not that you asked, but I was... Uh, uh, but Roy Orbison was there, and I went over to him, and uh, my daughter was with me. She was like three. She's 32 now. And I walk over to Roy, and I shook his hand, and I said, I just want to tell you, I just think the world of you, and... I love your music, and it's such a pleasure to meet you. And he said, oh, thank you very much. And then I went right to the person next to him. I said, I just want to tell you, I think you're the most <laughs> I did it five times. He was slapping his leg laughing. I was basically doing an, a, a sight joke, a, a, a joke about, a self-effacing joke about his lack of sight. But he had some. He had peripheral. He had enough to know that I was tall and annoying. <laughs> Roy Orbison really was blind. He had some vision issues, apparently. Uh, I, th I thought he was just super shy and wore the shades. Is, is, is he yeah, originally the song Crying was called Blying. <laughs> <laughs> Time now for things we learned on the Bob and Tom Show. Brought to you by Granger, delivering products that keep your facility running is what Granger does best. They've been doing it for 60 years. Visit Granger.com for whatever you need, whenever you need it. Granger for the ones who get it 
Dumb. The original lyrics of Pretty Woman were Pretty Woman, or so I've heard. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You smell so good. Yeah, thank you. Uh, we found out that uh, Josh gave out ring pops for Halloween. I did, yeah. yeah that's that's real nice. disappointment. Uh, most people were, were thrilled, yeah. Uh, laced with. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Uh, apparently, is, uh, Sunday, what, at 2 a.m., it becomes. Daylight savings time, we fall back. No way. Yeah, yeah, babe. So does that mean what? We You'll can't... get an extra hour of sleep. I need that so bad. Uh -huh. what, what are you doing that night? Uh <laughs> And then in the new year, winter, spring, as the network tells me, because they live in some odd uh, <laughs> four-season world, uh, it is it is uh, videos after dark, which is the videos we could never run in prime time. So cool. you'll like that. You'll like that a lot. You'll 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 want to lather up. <laughs> I'm sorry. Was he talking to me? Yes. <laughs> no. Okay. Directing it at you. Um, You're very good with the guests. <laughs> Bob, you don't know how funny that is. I get that a lot. No. I get that a lot. No, there's some openness. We, we're, no, no, I'll open, then I'll close, then I'll leave it a crack. No, but I don't even I'll... think of you as being sad or bitter. I just want to help you. I get that, too. I want to help I you. I want to nurture you. I, want to, I acknowledge I want to, that. I want to take you to the fair. Okay. I'll buy you a balloon. Can we go to the fair? And before we let Bob go, oh. I want to ask him a couple quick things. You mentioned that um, you, you've, you've had, over the years as a stand-up, you've often opened for or had opened for you other artists music let's go back in time what bands have you had to open because that can be a nightmare yeah being a comedian in front of a band if they're there to see the band and you there's one that's very random it was called max webster now max webster was oh, yeah. a counterpart of rush it was the people that didn't like Rush, so they started Max <laughs> Webster. I believe it was Max Webster. And, <laughs> and I played Maple Leaf Gardens. And uh, and I got on stage and I started uh, singing uh, some guitar parodies because I was 22. And Michael Cole was the promoter who also started Ticketmaster and also started Live Nation, No Conflict of Interest, and also managed the Rolling Stones, U2, and The Who. And he is a friend and a really cool guy. And, and and so he was off the side of the stage. And I'm on stage and I come out after one minute. They're yelling, Max, 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 Max. <laughs> 16,000 people with matches. Because that guy who has a flatulation problem <laughs> was in the audience. Right, yeah. And um, and then I just literally over the microphone. After two minutes, I said, can I leave now? <laughs> and, and he went, yes. And I, he motions yes. And I said, can I still get paid? This is over the mic. <laughs> Audience wasn't listening. It was like I was on the phone with him. So he just like motioned for me in slow motion to come over. But I've had I've had some real hell gigs like uh, you know in El Paso chicken wire and people throwing bottles at you the whole time you're on stage. Wow, that's always good stuff. Thanks. Yeah. But but it builds character. If you don't bomb for ten years, you're never going to be any good. I was there the night Bill Bird did that big famous thing in Philly. Philly. Oh, oh yeah. sure, I was there. I was, I was, it was a, uh, it was a, the Obi and Anthony tour and we were out and there were nine of us. It was Louis Black and Louis C.K. and a lot, a lot of us and Tracy Morgan. And I did half an hour in the middle, uh, the, the sweet spot. Cause I'm, I'm not stupid. And, uh, <laughs> but Bill went on early and he was kind of green and kind of new. And then Philly started booing him and it just escalated. And he said, it's probably the funniest 15 minutes I'd ever seen where he said the worst things you could possibly say to a town. Hated, <laughs> he named all their sports teams, hated them individually, hated them, hated their cheesesteak, the Rocky, the Rocky, the whole, the whole thing. Gets off stage, he's in a cold sweat, you know, and you know Bill. He's like, he's, yeah. he's, he can be militaristic in a crazy way. He's, Did you see that? I said, it was awesome. 
It was awesome. That's going to be historic for you. That's going to be a mark for you. You're going to, you will have done what you did to that audience of, you know, 12,000 that was out there just now in Camden, New Jersey will, will uh, be something you'll never forget. And, uh, <laughs> and then he always remembered that because it was encouraging because I actually was watching the monitor and I thought it was great to be yelling at the crowd like that and to be right. <laughs> have you ever had to uh, do your stuff for a president? Uh, I did. I did stuff for George Senior, uh, George Bush Senior. I don't know if you knew who I was talking about <laughs> Washington. Yeah, George Washington. Hey! George Junior. I helped him with his puppy paintings, but um, <laughs> they're very pretty. Um, I like the cats with the big eyes, but um, the velvet ones. But, so but, you, did, you did a set for uh, well, I the elder George Bush for, when he was president. For Arnold Schwarzenegger, I did a thing uh, for uh, athletics in the schools. So I did it on the Capitol steps and uh i led this whole program and arnold said you're doing good you're a little flabby but you're doing good <laughs> and um and he was very close uh he and maria were very close with the bushes and um and so uh not with the president he just liked the the he liked uh, you know <laughs> shrubbery landscape <laughs> thank you shrubbery josh no longer has any okay back to you <laughs> I don't know yeah, they don't care for me at all <laughs> so i did that and and it was it was a very nice thing i i told some jokes and a couple of them were pg and i think he winced a little bit but he he liked me somewhat and that was that was a pleasant experience and i did, i went back a few times for um uh, well, and uh, probably some people will go like uh, lower their radio volume, but uh, Hillary cared a lot about women's issues. And so I was at the White House uh, meeting uh, Clinton and uh, and uh, Hillary Clinton, and she was helping women's issues. And my sister had this disease and we were trying to get cures and she was helping tee us up at the at the Senate and go and talk to senators about how to get money at the NIH. Oh, so, so hey, yes, hey. I've done, and I did do some comedy. I did, I did, I spoke to the NIH and I did jokes to them for like five minutes before I introduced this great lady who started the Sclerotoma Research Foundation that I've been doing for 35 years. And I said, all of you make up your numbers. You know, who, am I wrong? How, how many people say they have a MS? Oh, 350,000. Oh, you made that up, right? And, and I was like, <laughs> literally like not roasting, but I was just calling it as it is because we had to make up our numbers because you tr there is no way to track who has what, how many people have diseases. You have to have centers that literally do test, test trials to find that out. It's always nice to leave on a disease note. <laughs> Who's the most? You said you met Pete Townsend. Yeah, that was crazy. And I just posted it on uh, Instagram because I didn't think that he liked me. I went up to him and I said, I, I just uh, wanted to meet you. I'm Bob Saget. I'm a comedian. He said, and he said, what? He said, no. He said, ah! he said I know who you are. <laughs> oh, I was like, oh, no, this is not good. <laughs> and then I look at the picture, and he's, like, in love with me. So he's a very good actor. But, cool. Um, but I, I've, I've met a lot of people. Uh, who's, and, the, who's, the, ever, who's the most famous, do you think? Um, the most famous. I mean, I've, I've pretty much met almost everybody. I mean. You meet the Pope? No. No, I didn't get that honor. Muhammad Ali? I met Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali came up to me. Um, he was he was pretty badly stricken at the time with, with his uh, MS and um, uh, and he hugged me and he whispered in my ear I won't say the whole thing he whispered in my ear 
you are funny, man. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I said, champ, hit me as hard as you possibly can. <laughs> and he said, I'd be happy to, Mr. Coulier. <laughs> he does think I'm Dave Coulier. <laughs> no, he he was, uh, that was magical. For He's me. probably, yeah, the, that bet. would be the most famous, I would think. Yeah. That was remarkable. Pretty close. Wow. I, I couldn't believe that happened. And I've, I've had a couple other, uh, Moments of people that I that I just look up to a lot that, that that I've loved their work or love things that they've done. What's the what's the protocol, uh, uh, the rules about asking someone for their phone number when you're at the level where you are you you meet all these famous people and you are one of them. Well, the reason at, at what that, point Tom wants your number. That's no, no, no. I, I, I'll, I'll give Tom my number. The only reason to ask for it would be. To communicate with them, and they have enough friends, and not to say that I don't, but I have great friends, and I don't want to be getting phone calls, and I have my kids to deal with, and my wife, and so you, sure, you but limit, if, if you, you have a legitimate reason, hey, we're working on this project, do I? Did you always go? Yeah. give me your manager's number. Is that the? Well, I would just get. I don't even need that. I just call. I have people, so I have a lot of representation. So I just go. I want the email of blank, or you know, I mean. It, you know, I'll see somebody I've known for years like Conan and we'll go, let's go to dinner. So we exchange our numbers. Uh, that's like an easy thing, you know. And Did that, you put them in your phone with their real names? Yeah, because nobody's code in case my, anybody. I am so close to going to my computer and just go erase iPhone. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so anybody, anybody starts it up and it's gone. That'd be but, a fun project though to give all your famous friends fake names. That's a good idea. It'd be kind of fun. I would never be able to, to figure or remember. Remember any. whose name you gave to who? Chick, he would never have no, that problem. Chick, you'd have to give He's me. He's the weirdest guy I know. Chick, Tom does think about it. Well, you go through and if your name, you give him different names, or weird names. How long have you known him? Uh, 35 years, man and, boy. And how did you guys meet each other? Uh, hallway. His dog in the hallway. And Elvis. Mm-hmm. I always wanted the dog, and we, I went over and I said, hey, that's a nice dog. And then they fired me somewhere else, and they kept me on We hired here. him. We kept him here. We liked so him. So you just much. liked him right away. You knew oh, he yeah, was a funny, funny guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he is very funny. I don't know about yeah. all that. No, you're very funny. Thank you, Bob. It's a damn Appreciate truth. That's yeah, very funny. Now, um, we have a... Uh, can I have your I phone didn't mean number? Can, can, can I have your phone number? Can you? Oh, uh, it's blocked. <laughs> <laughs> what, me, what, what fake name would you give me? So if, if you if you lost your you're phone, in my name is you're in my phone is Tom. There's a lot of people in my name just first names. I don't know who they are. Like, I had a good name in a hotel that I would use because oh, a lot of times you have to. Those. You have to. Right. Mine was, and I have a, a parking. <laughs> A placard in the back of my car that I can use if I want Seymour Wiener. Um, Love it. And you wouldn't get you. Would, they wouldn't catch that when you checked into the hotel. They would go. Oh, I had a girlfriend at the time, and it'd be hello, Mr. Wiener. Hi, Mrs. Wiener. And she, no one likes that. Uh, but, but the funny part is, I met a guy in Hawaii years ago, and a friend of mine said, "Ask him what his name is," and he said Seymour Wiener, and I said, "Absolutely." And, <laughs> and this man said he's had this name his whole life, and no one has ever said absolutely right after. <laughs> I took him up on his invitation. <laughs> yes, I'll do that to him. Yeah. Uh, uh,